Communicating with our guests for today. I was eating before. So welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. Um, I try my best to make this space look. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a make it clear the last show of the of the um, year. But um, we're in December. And speaking of last show of the year, we have one more show before we um, exit the year. Um, and this has been, last year I thought was trying, but last year was easy. Um, I made a comfortable cocoon for myself uh, in the midst of the what we saw as the heaviest part of this pandemic, the beginnings of it. Um, and I kind of made a rhythm for myself. This year was very difficult for me. One, because um, I am a person that tries to persevere um, and <coughs> move beyond any struggle that I may be in or any, you know, tough spot that I may be in. I make it look easy at times. I think I'm getting a little bit of great hair. Um, but this year has definitely been very trying, um, very much so, um, a, a little overwhelming at times. And I'm really, um, I'm thankful for, uh, creativity. I'm thankful for friends. Um, I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for just the the arts in general. Um, I, I know last year I was I was really feeling it, you know, beyond measure. And um, my twin, who is really my cousin, but we, we have the same birth date um, and day, <laughs> uh, came by uh, on my birthday. And then another, my friend Sheena, she came by and we did a drive a drive to like here in Jersey and back just to get out and just to see stuff. I did a, a mini vacation, but this year I really just was working and trying to recoup and get back and start fresh. Um, and that was trying. It was, it, it was almost felt like I was starting my business for the first time uh, because I'm, I'm doing it in a different format. If you see, I'm in the midst of a, um, art studio right now and it's just been difficult just to say the least not to complain not to you know um belabor the issue i learned a lot about myself this year uh last year i spent a lot of time with myself um and i got to know myself but i actually learned a lot about myself this year things that i don't like i'm changing them things that i 
people I don't want to be around anymore. I'm uh, letting it be known and I'm making moves to remove them from my space and remove myself from theirs. Um, I'm learning a lot about relationships and business and myself as an artist. Um, I'm currently working on a project with uh, Troy Burton. It's called You Thought I Was Him. Uh, Troy got a, a Ruby Arts grant um, to produce this sequel or second stage or next stage of a real nigga show. And it's been, um, it's centered around men and male issues and um, perception and all those things, healing and growth and trauma and struggles. Um, and it's really helping me to kind of identify who I am, Nathan in his 30s. Um, and that's weird because I never refer to myself as Nathan. <laughs> but, um, and as I move into my 40s, actually, um, and surprisingly, I am almost 40. Uh, and I am uh, kind of, I'm trying to define uh, what my 40s will be and how I want to jumpstart that. Uh, unlike I did in my 30s, my 30s, I just surrendered and let it happen. And I wanted to take a little bit more control into me going into my 40s. So as I gear up in preparation for that, um, I'm really um, going to spend my last year, my 30s, working on this project that is going to be self-identifying and uh, almost, you can, I can say, healing for many, for me and many of the other men that I'm surrounded. Um, tomorrow will uh, mark our first um, in a series of community conversations around men and identity and um, uh, just conversations that are jump-starting the topic matters that will be brought up in this new piece called You Thought I Was Him. Um, so that's my current project. Um, and I'm working a lot on evolving the artist exchange. What does that uh, encompass? All the different parts of it. So starting next year, you'll start to see the connection with a lot of the things that I do. Um, the Vashtar Blue Jewelry will definitely be a brand uh, and building that brand up. Um, as I built the artist exchange, I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, smooth out a lot of the edges and be real specific and clear and identifying in terms of my branding with the artist exchange. And I'm really developing uh, more so that brand name uh, for Vashtar Blue Jewelry. Um, I'm excited about a lot of the challenges and the, a lot of the role that's ahead of me. Um, I'm, I'm really proud of a lot of the people that are around me, people that I know, artists, business owners and such. Um, and I'm looking to meet, I'm looking forward to meeting more people. Um, you'll see in the last two years, so last year and this year, I worked, I started to kind of push my YouTube page. Um, in 2022, you'll see that be more prominent as well. Um, but I just wanted to just build some content to be able to put out there. Uh, one of those pieces will be um, the Binge Worthy Podcast. Uh, myself and George uh, 
birth button, uh, we'll be working on that. Um, and just figuring out who I am as an artist and what I want to be seen as um, is, is where I'm at right now. Basically the branding and marketing uh, of me as an artist and all the things that I touched and, and, and going through. Um, a lot more classes and workshops you'll see from me, a lot more art. Um, I'll be working uh, with the project, You Thought I Was Him also, and uh, curating an art exhibit for not only the show, but the to use as marketing for the show as well. So uh, you'll see more of that, more activity from me. Uh, the last couple of years, I, even outside of the pandemic, I've been kind of quietly doing just my regular everyday, um, but you'll see more activity, more programming, uh, more events from me in 2022 as we kind of close out, as we kind of uh, get back to um, a norm, even though it's it's not anything close to a normal, uh, but we're, we're moving forward. Um, I'm gonna be going out more as I'm getting more comfortable with people and around people, I'll be going out to more things. I've done some, I've been going out a little bit doing uh, smaller events. Um, this Sunday, I'll be at the Garage. Uh, it's a new venue space here in Baltimore, uh, right off of Lafayette and uh, Charles Street, um, right behind the Old Choices. Um, I'll be doing a vending event, the Black Mall, uh, holiday shopping, uh exhibition i'll be there with lots of my jewelry and uh me of course so come on out it's 3 p.m to 8 p.m um on sunday so come on out at the garage that's on lafayette and charles uh you'll see there's a big white building right on the corner next to the gas station um so come out to that there will be tons of businesses there tons of things for you to buy, for you to see, for you to eat. Um, and I'm really excited about uh, what that looks like. For me, uh, this is my probably my last vending event for the year um, and my first vending event in a long time, really um, getting myself out there and um, just getting ready. Um, it's, I, I have to say, you know, a lot of the shows that I've done this year has been about stress and pressure and the business. And I have to admit, and I came to this realization a couple months ago uh, after going to my uh, grandmother's funeral, I don't owe anybody happy-go-lucky dates. If I'm not feeling it, if I'm not in that space, I am comfortable being in my bag. And many of us try not to be in that space because we want to be seen as positive. But I'm positive. I'm a nice guy. I'm hardworking. I'm loving to everyone that crosses my path. But I have to learn how to feel. Uh, and just like Black women don't owe the world a sunny disposition, don't owe the world a smile, don't, don't you know, owe the world a pretty face, I don't, as a black man, I don't feel like I owe you strength 24-7. You know, and I have to learn, I had to learn how to live in my feelings, you know, and feel something. You know, I had allowed myself to grow into this shell of a person that 
did not show emotions, did not, um, uh, other than anger and frustration. Um, and I did not allow myself to really explore all of the many feelings or facets or faces of myself uh, because I wanted other people to feel good about themselves. So I would shrink in myself and dim my light uh, and, and making other people comfortable. And those days are gone. I'm still going to be loving. I'm still going to be a loyal person. I'm still going to be a hardworking person for myself and everybody who wants to work for me. I'm going to continue to do those things, but I'm not going to put on a happy face because it, because you're in a good mood or because you want me to match your energy or you want only good vibes. If that's what you have to go out there and get it. And it's not that I'm going to be depressed or sad at all times, but if I'm feeling that, I'm going to do my best to, to be manageable with it, but I'm not going to uh, alter myself or put on a mask uh, to make other people feel comfortable with themselves. That's not my responsibility to make you happy. It's not your responsibility to make me happy, uh, but I won't make it worse for you as I don't want you to make it worse for me. Um, and support is definitely give and take. And I want to, um, I just want us to be in that space of just being comfortable with ourselves. And more so, I want to be more comfortable with me um, as we, as we, um, whew, as we kind of move in this space of um, kind of coming out of this pandemic, many of, I've seen a lot of um, depression. I've seen a lot of anger. I've seen a lot of frustration. We can see that in the environment now. There have been a lot more killings and stabbings and robberies in this recent time, and more so than normally around the holidays. Um, so it's really, we really have to begin to love on each other and not put expectations on each other that are, one, things that we aren't even achieving, but also um, things that stop putting expectations on people. This point black period is not healthy. It's not um, uh it's just not healthy. And and I want us to just move past that. And um just get better with it and, and start doing things. I have a, a, a new program also that I'm I'm helping a young man to facilitate. And it's every two weeks we do this live series. <clears throat> and the premise of it is uh, identifying and becoming aware of our learning styles, but as it pertains to how we communicate with each other. Um, often how I communicate may be different from your communication, hence the friction and the conflict that happens and the misunderstandings that happen, uh, because what you hear, meaning how you take in information, may be may not be complementary to how I give information or how I receive information. So it's, it's this constant friction that we're having because a, a, a 
slight change in how we communicate will help us to better understand each other um, and it will lead to less um, conflict um, in our pursuits of kind of happiness and, and love and all of that. And I'm really um, excited about, you know, working with him and just working with individuals that uh, get it and get me and get how I work and how I create and um, aren't trying to fit me into a box that's comfortable and conducive to them shining. Uh, we, the, the, the level of competition that I see amongst people is, is getting out of hand. And there's nothing wrong with healthy competition because we want each other to win. But when we want each other to win, it's healthy. And it's a, a thing of, it's only room for one of us. And when we get to that level of competition, I want us to stop it. It's foolishness. We've allowed a system that was set up for people like, like me and you, people of color, uh, a system that was set up for us to fail um, and not to achieve and not to grow and not to, you know, learn and thrive. <clears throat> but a system that one wasn't meant for us. It was meant to keep us out. And we're trying to constantly be a part of it. You know, and I've been having some conversations over the last couple of weeks with people who I just feel, hmm. We just tear each other apart with our messiness, how we talk about people, how we uh, label things, how we, and, and similar to how Oprah decided to turn her brand and her industry into more positive affirmations. And I'm not saying Oprah's perfect, but that is similar to how I'll be walking into this new um, element of, say, the Artist Exchange. My brand is Nate the artist, um, all of those things will be um, how I move forward. I no longer want the messiness. I no longer want the business, you know, that, that mantra that is just business, you know, what's all about business. I don't want that in my space. I don't want those types of individuals around me because you don't see the people around you as human. You don't see them having feelings. You don't see them having, you know, emotions or, or just being human. You want supernatural abilities from people, but yet you're you're human. You want to be seen as human, you know. So it's give and take for me. Um, we have a special guest today, uh, Mr. Sunny. Uh, he's been a guest on the show a number of times, and he's going to come on and talk a little bit about his transition and who he is and uh, what he has coming up. Is that him on the screen? Yeah, that's me. I'm still in traffic, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to get to, get mm. to my, my space so I can so I can talk to people better. That's that New York <laughs> metropolitan area. <laughs> oh man, I I, I I wish I could flip the thing so I could show you how bad it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been that's that's one of the things <laughs> that's one of the things that's keeping me from saying let's just jump out there. That's just because just getting from one barrel to the next, not to mention crossing that bridge into the Jersey and uh Rhode Island, it's just uh it's supposed just, to be a 22 minute drive. <laughs> supposedly. Probably like four o'clock in the yeah, morning. <laughs> like four o'clock exactly, in the morning exactly. is twenty minutes, but not. Uh, but how are you, sir? 
I'm doing really well, man. I'm doing really well. I can't complain. I'm actually doing a lot better than than, than, than I was for sure. Mm, you know, you know, good. 2020 to do on everybody, you know, but I'm 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 doing really well. I haven't seen you. Haven't been on a show in a long time. Last time I saw you, no, it's been too long, man. It's been man, too long. I think I had came to see you at a show at New York. Um, and yes, I, you I'm did. Thankful, yes, you did. I'm thankful for that because that was the first time me traveling like that on my own. And crazy enough, I'm 38 now, and I should have done that, but I'm right. traveling with people. But that was definitely a right. challenge. And I'll talk to you about. I, I, I remember you telling me that you said that was the first time you, you, you took a train uh, uh, that that far, right? Wow. And I, wow. I I I said to my friend, I said I must really like these people because I <laughs> I don't take chances like this with my safety or just just on my own like that. I just never took those types of challenges. But that I was a challenge. That. It was a challenge, but it was a much needed challenge. But I, I wanted to. Um, Definitely thank you for all the support and coming on the show all the time and sharing your story and sharing your art. Of course, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Uh, I also, uh, Sonny sent me a lot of his music, some of his new music. Yes, uh, yes I did. And I'm yes, listening to it. And I'm I'm hearing just a new, um, just a new sound from him a new perspective. Um, Sonny is now an independent artist doing it on his own. Just started uh, his own music label. So we yes. definitely talk a little bit about that. So first of all, just this, this tell me how has the last two years been for you in the midst of a pandemic? Oh man, the pandemic when it when it first hit, man, I thought it was the end of the world. To be honest with you, man, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I was ever going to perform again. And that was like one of my first. That my I think it was the end of the world as we knew it. Yeah, as I knew it anyway. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm too young to 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 to, to go out like this. <laughs> so like, um, I'm, 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 I'm thankful though because you uh, live in you live in that uh, area where it was the worst, actually. Exactly. So, so, so there was the absolute. When I say no work for musicians, I mean like no work for musicians. So it was, it was mm-hmm. bad, man. It was uh, I, I mostly stayed in the house and practice. You know, you know, mm-hmm. tried to write songs and stuff like that. But I was, I, I spent a lot of the time depressed. I, I, I didn't go into therapy afterwards, man. Yeah, because it, it just, it just, it just had me down, and I, I lost a lot of my confidence, and I wanted to. You know, you know, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to be able to. I gained a lot of weight at the time, and that I had to lose. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy, man. But, but um, Sonny ain't get twenty twenty was tough, this? but but I, I, I got chunky? through it in a way. <laughs> oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no, sir. I lost, I lost, I lost the weight now. I lost the weight now. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, I'm back down to two ten. So thank okay, God. <laughs> okay, okay. But I, I think a lot of artists. Friday, do I, was like, I was like two seventy nine. I was like two seventy nine last year. Ooh, sir, you was you was eating a lot of home cooking. Yeah. A lot of overeats. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. I, I think a lot of <laughs> artists that, went man. through that. <laughs> I think a lot of us as artists went through that space of not knowing what to do. Because typically when catastrophes happen, normally it's the artists that bring us out of it. And that happened also, but in the beginning, I think we yep. all were on the same level, everything stopped, especially for us. Uh, a lot of our stuff, the things that we were we knew to do and knew how to, you know, survive with, you know, and you being a torn artist, you know, uh, it, yep. it stopped. 
had I had to I had to readjust. Like mm-hmm. like like I went from um producing like you know here and there to producing full time. You know, I opened the studio throughout the pandemic, you know, and um January makes it a year that I've been in the studio, I recorded this all the music that you heard today, I recorded it in, the, in, in that studio. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be, I'm, I'm, I was headed to the studio so I can make more professional when I did the, the background, but yeah, like, <laughs> obviously, obviously the, the New Jersey traffic said no. <laughs> but, um, I understand. Uh, other than that, man, like, it, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been really good, man. Like, 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 I've been able to produce my own music. Um, like, like, like you said before, I'm an independent artist now. Um, I'm, I'm looking to sign different artists, but obviously the first thing I did was sign myself, you know, mm. so. Trying to make sure that that like like that I, I become the face of my own brand, and then hopefully bring other artists in, so so I can do the same thing for them. You know what I mean? So and um, hopefully with the music that I have, like it takes me to the next level. It takes me to another level. So what brought level. this? What brought this change? This change and in, uh, independence. Well, to be honest with you, like um, I always wanted to be in control of my own music. I never liked that the uh, the idea of somebody um, owning my my music, especially. Me being a writer and me being a producer, like it, it I, I think it'll be easier for, for artists that don't write this stuff or don't produce this stuff to, uh, to to give up that kind of thing. But for me, that intellectual property means a lot to me. So I, I always wanted to be able to be the master of my own. So like um, in this industry, the, the the only way to be the master of your own is to own your own music. So like um, mm. that's one thing that I want to do. I want to be able to own my own music. So now I'm able to release when I want to release. So I can I can take my time. I don't have to worry about somebody else's due dates. When I say something's ready, it's ready. When I when I when I say that like, you know, this song is meant to be put out right now, I can say it's being put out right now. I don't really have to answer to anybody here. It's really, it's really being your own boss. But at the same time, it's it's, it's a different ground because obviously like you're you're, you're footing basically mm-hmm. everything. You're, you're you're footing everything. Unless you got sponsorship or something like that, then you're footing basically everything. You're paying for your band, you're paying for your travel, you're paying for everything else. You pay for promotion, marketing. But at the end of the day, like you get hundred percent profit. So that's the that's the best thing to gain from it. And, and, and like I said, you own your, you own everything. What have you learned about yourself going through this transition? Um, what I learned about myself the most was that like, I, I wasn't sure like, like, because like, because of the pandemic, I wasn't really sure whether this was my, my, my real destiny. I, I was, I was, I was asking God, I was talking to God a lot. I was asking God, like, is this really my destiny? If it is like, you know, you'll make way for me. And, Surely he did, man. Like he, he just just kept making ways for me, and and I and, and, and ways that I can't even like you know imagine that he, he's made ways. And, and 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 every time I thought that I wanted to stop or that that I felt like I should stop, but like like he opened another door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like like I'm still able to tour. I'm still able to to play with Life Genesis as a guitarist. I'm still able to do all those things. But at the same time, I'm still able to be the my my own artist, hundred percent, and that that means a lot to me. Mm. You well, you. I'll say this: you sound more confident in your decisions. You sound more. You you have the words to express how you feel and what you want, and I think that's a good sign in moving out on your own. We we know transition transitioning from a nine to five to being your own full time artist is is very hard. You know because. I work nine to five on a nine to five, but I'm working 24 hours a day <laughs> as a right. as an entrepreneur. Right. And that, that yeah. had to be, you know, were you ready for that change? Um, to be honest with you, like when it comes to the nine to five thing, I haven't actually worked a, a nine to five since 2011. 
I've been working as a musician uh, like since since 2011. Like you mm-hmm. know, I haven't I haven't looked back since. But in terms of like being an artist full time, that 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 took me a little bit more time because even to this day, I still work as a musician. You know, and like mm-hmm. like like if I, if I still if I still want to work with like for example like um, if I want to play with with Ari Lennox or if I want to play with Life Jennings on a, on a studio record, I still do that kind of thing to make the extra money to fund my dream. You know, mm-hmm. so because I produce, I can produce somebody else's record, and, I can, and they pay me that. That can help me fund my dream. I use, I use my gifts to make room for room for what I what I'm doing right now. So basically, like, um, I, like I said, I never had, I never really had a nine to five that I can that that that's that's giving me more opportunity, more money, mm-hmm. more capital than, than me being a musician. But but it, it took a turn when I became an artist. When I became an artist, when I was paying for my own stuff, like paying for my band and for my own travel and things like that that's that's when it became real to me because because as a musician everything's given given to you but if you when you become your own boss you got you got to flip you got you got to pay the cost like as i said you got to pay the cost to be the boss <laughs> and i and i i value that that's a um you know it's been interesting being able to see you work in various elements i've seen you you know working being the guitar player for life jennings on a tour or a concert, but I've also seen you do your own concert series and I've, I've watched you in our various interviews and different spaces. And it's, it's been interesting watching you grow in this time. Uh, what has been the biggest challenge for you? Uh, in terms of what? Just in terms, just the work or the transition and or the growth of it all. Uh, I think the, the biggest challenge for me was, 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 I, like it, it took me a while to do this, but I had to be able to block out the naysayers because, like, sometimes when you when you have a group of people or a group of of people that you that that that, that you really highly consider your friends, and you're trying mm-hmm. to become an artist, like like they expect you to, they always expect you to sound like somebody, or they expect you to to be like somebody, or or to go about it the same way somebody else did, and that's not really the way that you're supposed to do it when you're trying to be yourself. So mm-hmm. what I learned about this is that like being yourself, like there's there's no value. There's nothing that there's nothing that you can that you can put up that that that's that's more valuable than being yourself. So what I learned the most about about like throughout this journey, the most difficult thing was being myself because I tried so hard to be able to like please this person or please that person or please this person. Oh, let me, let me write this song. I think this person's gonna like let me write that song because I mm-hmm. think this person's gonna sign me. And rather than me just doing it for myself and me being able to write write music that I like, you know, me being able to write music that's challenging to me, me, me being able to write music that's actually Something that I want to listen to, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. there, there's a lot of songs that I put out before that I never that, that I, I can I can say now that I honestly didn't necessarily like a hundred percent. There's songs that I love. I, obviously, every song that I wrote that I love, but, it, but obviously, there's more songs that I love more than others because if you were to ask me, like I would say this, this, this song should be the front runner and that song should be single, but you know that that that's not the that wasn't really my you know my choice at the time. But now being an independent artist, I can say you know I want this single to be the front runner of the album so people can understand. Where I'm coming from when it comes mm. to, like, to this album. So you're learning to take charge in your career. Because often I think with artists in general, especially when we get into management and we get into, you know, companies, uh, producers, it's, it's always their vision being funneled through you. And it's actually the other way. Without your content, exactly. it's nothing for them to market or brand or produce or and we, we lose sight of that trying to make the money and be successful. You know, 
And I, I, I'm not, I'm not anti-label either. That, that, that's one mm-hmm. thing I want to, I want to, I want to make that very clear. I'm not anti-label. I'm not anti-management. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not anti any of those things. I just want whoever would would manage me or whoever would sign me or whoever would I would do a partial partnership with to understand like the entity right. that I am as well. Like you know, what I'm saying like I'm a producer and I'm also an artist. So that means that like you you can't tell me that you could you, you you're gonna sign me to. A recording deal and then, and then charge me for recording costs when I to record myself. So obviously mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta we gotta speak in a kind of different way. We gotta have a we gotta negotiate a different kind of deal because I'm I'm not the, the your typical artist. Well, you said it. You said it. It's, it's more of a partnership, and many exactly. artists are just looking for that upfront money and that fast, quick success. And, and they, it goes and it goes fast, right? And it costs you. It costs you mm-hmm. your time, your content, your freedom. Often. You know, and, and knowing that going into the game, I think, and you still being so young in this, uh, in terms of the time you've been full time at it, it, it's great that you're learning these lessons now versus we hearing about you at a behind the behind the scenes story <laughs> or something where you I lost it all. <laughs> right, where you just, you know, it's 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 upsetting to me that an MC light after thirty some years in a business currently now owns her name. You wow. know, it, was, it was a story about her just getting getting the rights, full rights to her name. Uh, you know, and, and we hear that in many artists right now. We heard that with Prince. We heard that with, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anita Baker just getting the royal, the rights to her. Yeah. Um, like, it's crazy that these uber talented people who do all the things for themselves are now... You know, starting to be able to get the rights to their music and and learning what those technicalities meaning means. Um, uh, in terms of the business of what you're doing, how have you stepped that part of it up as well? Well, in terms of the business, like like I always wanted to monetize everything that I did. So like when it comes to production and, and me recording and me recording other artists and all that stuff, I put that all under my LLC. Like so now all that stuff is under Sunday to Marseille LLC. If I, okay. sign, if I want to sign an artist, if I want to do anything in terms of that, like like all that will go into my LLC. I'm able to pay people through my LLC. I'm able to like so that 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 way, like if anybody wanted to sue me for God forbid, like it would it would it wouldn't reflect me, it would reflect my my company. Business. Exactly. So that that so business wise it, it helped me a lot. Like um I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of research on, you know, Donald Passman has a book called uh, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Industry. I've been really studying that like it's like it's my LSATs. Like um I, I I've been going back and forth, like, you know what I'm saying, on on whether I wanted to be signed or whether I didn't want to be signed, the pros and cons or on, on things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So like business wise, like I I, I I understand the business that I'm in. So I feel like me knowing the business is the best thing that I could possibly do because at this point, like, you know what I mean? Like, especially with the way the business is changing in terms of like streaming and all that stuff, it's not, you can't go to a record store and go buy a record anymore. Everything's changed. You know what I'm saying? You, everybody listens to music to their phone. So like, I, I want to be able to live with the times and be an artist of the times and be able to always adjust and be able to like be an artist that you, you recognize no matter what something is. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, and that's, and that's the, the, the beauty of it. And, that, and, that, and that's the joy that I get out of being independent because I'm, I'm able to be in control of that. Other people, some some people might be like, "Oh, it's not your time here. They'll sit you down. They'll shove you for three years." I don't really have to go through that. I'm I'm able to go with my audience right? rather than you know people mm-hmm. telling me like, "Oh yeah, now it's time." And then you know, and I'm, I kind of missed the shot that I, I felt like I should have had. You know? What has been your biggest lesson? My biggest lesson, um, 
I think in this industry, you just got to be watchful, man. You just got to be, you got to be, you got to be really smart. You got to be smarter than the people that's trying to, you know, I'm not going to cuss, but like smarter than the people that's trying to like screw you over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like if you don't, if you don't know the industry well enough, like, like, it's very easy for you to sign a contract that literally signs your life away. That, that that's what I remember. I remember Dave Chappelle was saying that when he when he when he said that when he first signed his contract with the Chappelle Show, he was about twenty eight or twenty nine, and 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 um he just had a new baby and he had a new kid and he didn't really didn't know any better. But he saw he signed his life away and all that perpetuity, and he really didn't know what all that stuff meant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like so like me being the age that I am and me, me going into the industry that I'm going into, me know me knowing what this means kind of kind of gives me. I help. That's why I love people like Dave Chappelle that's making making things like this local, like own your things, own all the things that you create because Chappelle Show wasn't his creation and he didn't own it for years. You know what I mean? It took, it, mm-hmm. He's just not owning it. He's just not profiting off of it. So imagine if, if if I could be an artist that that can profit off of this thing from day one rather than having to wait 20 years right. for me to profit, you know? So like, but someone so actually I, owns your name and your... Yeah, and my life that's, is... That's scary. Not even just not just the name. You like this too. That means if they want to put your your, your your face on a poster or your, your face on a bag of chips, they can do it because they own your likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. And I don't, we hear a lot of artists signing their legacy over in that way, and 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 maybe because it's a financial gain for them. But Absolutely. are are you are you kind of lining yourself up where you never have to make that choice, or you know, are how are you kind of keeping yourself from having to sell it all? Just to stay afloat. That's a good question. Nate. Um, I would say like the best, the best thing for me personally would would would, would be for me like to show people rather than tell them like that. That's why I want to be able to put out this EP and have people be the judge of, of of the way I do music and be able to like you know kind of not flood them with 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 too much music, but show them that that I'm I'm a music maker and and then kind of like give them the the opportunity to you know. Right. Get, get to know me as an artist. <laughs> and, I, and I get that. I, I really respect that. Who are you? To, who is Sunny today? Sunny today is just uh, a growing man. That's 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 uh, getting my pen stronger, getting my production better, and I just arrived this studio. <laughs> just mm-hmm. getting, <laughs> getting my production better and getting um, and just a man that's thriving and grow like 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 inside and out. I don't want to be the same person that I was yesterday, and I want to be better than I was. You know, every single day, I want to be the best version of myself. So the sunny, the sunny today is just a man that's growing. That's that's it. And that's that's a I'm 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 hearing, and that's the consistency that I've seen in you. It's wanting so much, but also being willing to work for it and actually working for it. And that's Absolutely. not something with young art, artists today. A lot of them are just they want things handed to them, and they want things so quick that they haven't taken the time to prepare for the things that they want in life. And what it was going to take to get to that point. Are you um are you ready for this new stage? Or how ready are you for this this new stage? I know you're living in it, but how yeah, are you? Um I I I've been preparing mentally for this for this for this stage for like I I I have to say this whole year. Like this year has mm-hmm. been a, a battleground and a testing ground, and, and like a lot of the things that you were saying before, because I was I was I was listening to the, to the whole the whole thing, but um, a lot of things that you were saying before, like when it comes to like you know friendships and different things like that, mm-hmm. like you know you 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 gotta add to draw a line in the sand in terms of like whether yes. you you really want me to to be successful in this or whether you just want to be like a cheerleader in this or whether you just want to be 
on the sidelines and just be be there to congratulate me, but not be be at, at like the actual rehearsal. So like I had to draw a line in the sand, especially being in New Jersey. Like you know, not I don't know if you know this, but like there's just a stigma out here that like everybody's for themselves, and like I, I don't, mm. I, I never wanted to be a part of that stigma. I always wanted to be somebody that uplifts other people. So yeah. like for me, you know, for me, like I just want to be able to be that person and, and and be an example to other people and be examples of people that's coming after me because I know there's, there's, there's got to be more people that's coming after me. It's not, not, it's not just me that that, that, just, that wants to be independent, be in control of their own destiny. destiny. There's a lot of other kids that want, want to do it too but don't know. So I'm not going to be the the one that that, that gets through and then and then closes the gate. I want I want to keep the gate open for them to come through and follow my, follow my footsteps as well. So, and, and you're now wanting, eventually wanting to sign new artists. How does that mindset fit with this new generation that you're in? Well, I, just, I, I have to learn them. But to be honest with you, I did, there, there was a lot of things that I had to learn, you know, uh, just, you know, navigating and like like listening to new music and listening to different artists and understanding why people like certain artists. Like, it, like there was the, there was some people that I listened to that I didn't even, I didn't even realize that I was going to like, you know. So what I look for in the artist now is like somebody that, that, that you know, can arrest, can arrest the room without, you know, having to do much. And somebody that can just like you know, just like uh, I'm I'm more so looking for like the the, the artist that can play an instrument, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and perform at the same time. That's definitely what I'm looking for. Like that's definitely a criteria. They don't have to, but it's definitely it would definitely be a criteria for me. Um, and I'm looking for I'm just looking for people that 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 like kind of like in an old school kind of way can just like really really just like sing and they 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 know what they want. There's certain artists you don't have to really tell them. They could just be in a the room. They're like, "Oh man, that's Whitney Houston. Oh man, that's you know, that's 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 somebody else." You know what I'm saying? Like, Whitney, Whitney don't gotta say much. You know mm-hmm. so, you didn't you have to want, do much, but just let, let me let me set up in the studio one second. Mm-hmm. So actually, uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break while he's doing that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube page our Facebook page, our Instagram page uh, for the Artist Exchange Radio Show as well as BeExposedRadio.com. And if you're looking for a space to do your show on, please, 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 please hit us up at info at BeExposedRadio.com. So we're going to take, I don't have any commercial. I'm hurt you. Uh, so I guess we're going to just keep it going then. Um, so uh, while Sunny is setting up, can you go to the full screen? Is that possible? So we'll have to see that iPhone on there. Uh, but as we as we are transitioning uh, from, he's kind of setting up his space. Uh, but I want uh, you all to one once you are in a space of getting ready and and you want a show, if you have an idea for a show, hit us up info at bigexposedradio.com. Um, it's a great space to start your show and to kind of get your bearings and, and your, your sea legs and such. Um, and I think Sonny is back now. Sure. I'm right here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and the traffic, man, is different. <laughs> it is. Uh, just just visiting there the times that I have, I've done a few shows in uh, that New York tri-state area. And when I say I don't. I don't see how y'all doing on the regular. <laughs> I'm telling I you, really man, just don't. It's, 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 it's definitely different, man. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah. It's definitely, especially when you're driving towards like near the city, because my my studio is in Jersey City. So like like um coming coming from like the suburban area where I live, and then mm-hmm. like supposed to be a 22 minute drive, but that was at least 45 just now. <laughs> Probably longer. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. see how you deal with that traffic. L.A., New York, and oh, yeah, man, I, I don't too. see how y'all. Oh, I was crazy. Too. I have gone crazy. I, I I've been there about four times this year. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But I, I, I want to know what are we looking forward to for this new, this latest project from you? I'm so excited about it. To be honest with you, um, it's called uh, Bias. Um, it's a, it's an abbreviation for Before It All Started mm-hmm. because um, I want this uh, EP to pretty much be the EP that 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 you listen to that that makes you go like you know like, I I got to get with this artist. Something about this artist is. The one, like you know, what I'm saying I'm not, I'm not saying this is the one, but like I put in enough work and I put in enough like like man hours. Like I probably put the most work into this project that I ever than I ever did any other project because I never had this much time. I never had my own studio. I never had my own space to be able to like be able to express myself the way that I do in here. So uh, with that being said, I just I feel like I, I I was I was able to do my best work. So before it all started, it's, it's basically like the way I feel about life right now. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm living the life before the life that I'm, 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 I'm destined to live. So like, this is before it all started. It's called bias. So, um, I'm excited about this project because it has a little bit of everything. That's why mm-hmm. I sent you the four, that's why I sent you the four, uh, the four songs because the four songs are totally different than each other. None of them sound the same. And that's pretty much the way that the whole, the whole album is like that there is a variation of the song, but it's all like completely me as an artist, you know, so it, it's, it's dope. I, 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 it's something that I really enjoy listening to, so I just hope that you enjoyed mm-hmm. as much as I enjoyed making it. <laughs> I did, I, and, I, and I said to you, I gave a little remark that, you know, I can't wait to see if there will be some visuals attached to it, because they definitely Oh, were, definitely, definitely. You know, they will definitely open themselves up to some storytelling uh, on a visual sure. side to match up Thank with you. your lyrics and your music. Um, thank you. And it was a it was a good listening vibe. It was some. Uh, I can see myself meditating to that. I can see myself just you know vibing out, uh, doing some Saturday cleaning to it. Just 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 listening to it and <laughs> no, feeling the no. rhythm. I'm I'm a big music person. I like lyrics, mm-hmm. but I'm big on music. Um, and you you mm-hmm. kind of, I like your music because it's very heavy music. Um, and then you. Mm-hmm kind of layer it with uh, some lyrics. And I saw some collaborations course, you were yeah. doing with people as well. Um, Definitely. That, be you, know, you know my production, I, like, I love to add voices. That's, that's like yeah. one of the, my favorite things to do. I like to add voices. So whether it's like a feature or whether it's just like a background vocal, I, I'll have it higher than the typical artist because I just like the way the, the, their vocals sound. Like I'm like as a producer, I, I, I think that's my advantage to, 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 to be like, you know what, I want that vocal to be higher than... than, than what it usually is. Like, I feel like people don't really hear the backgrounds as much as they should. So, like, mm. on, my, on my music, I try to make sure that, that, that it rings out. That way, that way, when you listen back to it, you, you can almost sing the background part yourself. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, we're kind of in a in the same space. I uh, decided to open up my own art studio as well, just to nice. Nice. get out of the space. One, because I was in my house doing everything, mm-hmm. and I got tired of that. Why... Why now? Why uh, start your own studio now? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm to be you. honest with you, um, for me, uh, I always like 
I'm like a studio rat the same way like somebody would say like somebody's a gym rat. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like the same way an athlete can be a gym rat, I'm a studio rat. Like, I love being in here. I love being able to um, make mistakes and, you know, like fix them and be able to like, you know, produce and create. Like, and, and I used to spend like hundreds. When I say hundreds, I mean like hundreds of dollars, like like just for me to be in there. And then there were a lot of studios that I worked in, especially out here in Jersey, where they don't really... And I'm saying this nicely. They don't, they don't really respect your time as, as much as you spend, you know. So like, I felt like I was spending a lot of money, and then like, um, because because of my gifts, you know, because I played guitar really well, they'd be like, "Yo, be why why are you why are you doing your thing over there? Like, you mind just cutting guitar right here, or like, you know, saying stuff that has nothing to do with my session, you know what I mean? And then and then next thing I know, my three hours would be up, and I paid fifty dollars, sixty dollars an hour. So I'm like, yo, I just I just spent like 180 almost 200 bucks on on a session that like I barely got to do anything at. So like, I, I prayed to God. I'm like, God, did you just give me some time? Like that's all I need. I don't need nothing else. I don't need. I, don't, I, I just need a, a, a space. And I need time. So like like I said, uh, my friend hit me up last year around this time. It was like, yeah, I got a studio. Um, um, he said I'm barely there. Like he said, like uh, we we can be roommates. He said we can split the rent. You know what I mean? So I'm like. Cool, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like, I've been looking for space mm. the whole time, and then and he he got me um, to get in, to get into the lease, and then I, the, like January first makes a year that I've been here, and um, I've been making great music here ever since. Like, and, and and to be honest with you, like it's been a, it's been a blessing because I've been able to allow this 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 space to make room for me too. I've been able to throw like listen to events, and then, you know I've been doing uh, it's big enough for me to do like you no know, small rehearsals. It's big enough for me to do to record whatever I really want to record. So like, like my imagination in here really goes crazy. So like, I, I really enjoy being in the studio. Like, like not more than I love performing. I do love performing, but it's like a really, really close second. <laughs> That's, I, I know That's, it gives you a level of freedom too, because not only are you not wasting your time with other people, but you, you have that space, you know, that you can be in there for 24 hours if you needed to, or, you know. Yo, I, I remember one time... When I was playing, when I when I when I played the song, I think I played it. I think I sent to see a song called "Bittersweet." Um, mm-hmm. I, I was playing a, like a stripped down version of it. It wasn't the same version that you're listening to today. Like it was a stripped down version of it, and I got mm-hmm. to do something something I never got to do before. I literally sat down and like I meditated to it to the point that like I I woke up. It was like two o'clock in the morning, and I was there since like since like five. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and I was still listening to it. And it was still hitting mm-hmm. the way that I wanted to hit. I'm like, I never got a chance to do that before. I'm like, that, that was dope. And then that's how I knew that I wanted that sound in particularly. And then I, I got to build on that sound. And, 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 and like I said, like, it's, there's a lot of layers that I hope that people can hear on this. And whether they do or whether they don't, they'll, they'll know that this is a, a record that, that somebody worked really hard on. And once they realize that that, 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 one, per- that one person, not, not one person, but like that, that person did is made then then hopefully they'll, they'll recognize me or whether they don't like it's something that I recognize is like one of my best works so far. I um I'm gonna get into which ones I liked, but uh in, in terms of um the last couple of years has been heavy for black theater, film and TV and such. Oh yeah. Uh, are you interested in placing your music? Because a lot of them have had really music driven production that was associated with it or was scored in it? Um, are you interested in placing your music? Um, like, like it's funny that you ask that because like one of my biggest uh, inspirations is Quincy Jones. And I know Quincy Jones mm-hmm. is like one of the greatest producers of all time. And I know that 
although that although he uh, would produce like a Michael Jackson, like he'll be he'll, he'll get done doing that album and then score the color purple. You know what I mean? Like like I want to mm. be able to be. I'm not asking for that for that burden because I know I know it wasn't easy on him. I know I know he 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 had to go through everything he had to go through to be able to maintain that game. But I'm I'm definitely I definitely want a double portion of that to be able to uh, do scores and do you know, movies and do, uh, like, you know, commercials and stuff like that and, like, be able to place my stuff, like, maybe on video games, like, you know, different different, different media. There's so many different things that you can do with music now that I want to be able to get into this year, definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's a good way to get to get more streams. It's a good way to get more more plays. Like, and it's, a good way for, it's a good way for people to listen to it because I know, like, for example, like, when I watch Insecure, I, I mm-hmm. my... my my phone's always out because I always want to know what song is playing in the mm-hmm. background. She always curates the best songs and so if I can get like a song yeah. like an insecure, that'd be dope. Cause I'm like, yeah, because she she has like the part the, the greatest premise to that. You know, I, I would yeah. definitely look at one of my songs on the radio station, like like not a radio station, on a, t- a television show. Yeah. I think it was Bruised, The Heart of They Fall, and it was another one. Oh, it was heavy music driven. Um, yeah. Heavy, and I, I oh see, you know, your music definitely because you're so heavy musician. I, mm-hmm. I really see it being able to just fit into a lot of the films that's coming out. So I can't wait to see you say my music is in this movie and this TV show. <laughs> but um, when you think about <laughs> those people, those people we with Grammys, I'm, 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 I'm in good company. Then thank God. <laughs> And, and and but be and beyond that, just you know, being able to place yourself in places because music now, especially our music, is being has always been a part of commercials and ads and film. It, oh, yeah. It's always oh, been yeah. used, uh, and now that you're on the ownership side of it, heavy, and you're making sure of that. Um, mm-hmm. What other? Where else do you want to take your music? Well. To be honest, right now, like like I said, like like I could sit here and like and tell you like maybe like a million or two million things that I would I would want for my, for, for for my music, but it's it really all depends on like how people receive it. So like if they they receive it in a way that 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 is that that's like you know if they they like it, and they want me to continue to do it, and then then I'll continue to 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 give the people, you know, and, and and my fans and the people that, like, you know, what they want. But at the same time, like, like I know that I have a gift enough that even if they didn't receive it, I can use my music to to be able to, like you said, like, use it for commercials, use it for video games. But my, mm-hmm. my ultimate goal as an artist, obviously, is to be able to be 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 an artist that charts, be an artist that's able to be at the same, or sit, sit at the same same table as other people that that's probably signed to have more more of a budget than me, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to be able to show them that, like, it really doesn't matter what kind of budget you have, it matters what kind of music you make. So, like, um, mm. my, my goal as an artist is just to be able to show the listener something new, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to give them more air candy than, than than they can ever expect. Like, my like like I, I get I get a kick out of giving them the air candy that that, that they hear within my music. Like, I really mm. do. Like, I, I enjoy it. More than your average listener, because I enjoy listening to myself. Like, when I listen to a song, like let's say for example I'm listening to Shadi Sweetest Taboo and I'm listening to the way them drums go. Like, yo, how does she sing over that? Like that is incredible. Like, like I that's just me. Like, but I don't want I want people to listen to my music the same way. Like, like, like they were like, yo, them drums, but it's still Shade. You still remember that song Sweetest Taboo because you still remember the way she 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 went about the song. So like, you know, it's all it's all about presentation, it's all about, you know, the way you execute your songs. It's all it's all about the way that you you feel like you you can 
you can do it. I, I feel like my music has no sky to it, but at the same time, it's just it's all about how how people receive it. Are you so? I, I in this, um, I really liked uh, your bittersweet, and I like. I'm gonna see the title of it. Uh, Love like this. Those were the two that kind of stuck out to me. The those most. are like the more, those are the more those are the more commercial ones. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I would uh, say like the other ones are like more. I said those are the more commercial ones. The other ones are more like more like deep cuts in a sense. But like yeah, definitely. Like but like I said, every every song in itself has, t- tells a story within itself. With bittersweet is, is a is a kind of like a breakup, you know, regret kind of kind of song. And love like this is just kind of like you know I'm I'm in love and I'm happy kind of song. You know, so it's it's all about emotion within this album. And I, I noticed that in listening to these songs that you sent me, I said because when we talked before. We was in love, and we was thinking mm-hmm. about love, and now mm-hmm. she was giving us the the ebbs and flows, the roller coaster of it all. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it's not something. It's something that I always want. I never wanted to just focus on one thing. I never wanted to just be the love. Mm-hmm. I never just wanted to just be the heartbroken guy, like because I feel like that that those things can those those are emotions, and those emotions go away. Like like I'm not always gonna feel like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. And if I do always feel like that, then that's not a mood. That's just that's just my personality. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like right. like. So if somebody be like he's in a bad mood and now I'm always like that. That means that's just my personality, and that's just not that's not that's just not my personality. So as an artist, I want to show people my versatility. I'm not always sad, but I could be sad. I'm not always happy, but I could be happy. I'm not always like, you know, I'm not I'm not always boisterous, but I could be boisterous. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's mm-hmm. just the way that you know what I mean. Like if it's a Tuesday, then you get you get whatever whatever I, I serve on Tuesday. But it's Friday, you'll get what I serve on Friday. Like, but I want to be able to be versatile. I, I never want to be able to be second in the box. I want to be able to do a feature. Like with anybody from Scissor to Jacob Collier or to somebody that does jazz, like Robert Glasper, like like I, there's so many different influences. I, I don't think I'll never I'll ever be limited to just one thing. That's a I like I like that because I one of the things one of my favorite artists, uh, Tony Braxton. I think she kind of her. fields herself into that heartbreak music, just like Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. really cemented herself into you know that depressed kind of broke up music. And then when they try to do stuff outside of that, people love it because they love their voice, but they don't grab hold of it unless they're in a look like a bad I'm, space. I'm part of the problem because I, I love I love me some sad Mary. You can't like, like I'm, I'm part of the problem because when mm-hmm. Mary's sad, I'm buying that album, man. Like I promise right. you. Like, ain't, ain't and I, like, I think because we hear the music more, yeah. when it's always happy, upbeat music, we don't really. It's just party time, so we're not I really could, listening. I could listen to, it. to my life today and just be like, "Wow, <laughs> I believe that you know, like that, mm. that, that this music invokes so many emotions, and that's that's what music is supposed to do." Like, like there, there's certain albums that, like, like for example, Mark Marvin Gaye's "Hear My Dear." Like, you knew he was mm. sad on that album, man. Like, you knew yeah. he was going yeah. through it on that album. You know what I mean? Like, and, mm-hmm. and the same thing with "What's Going On." You knew that it was it was it was a it was a point in time where things were shifting, or yeah. like Sam, or Sam Cooke's "The Change Don't Come," you could feel it. You can feel it, you know what I mean? Like this is like one of these one of the songs that like you, you just want to be able to get into. And as a songwriter, like I said, like like I know I know I write R and B and I and I and I do R and B because I R and B is always gonna have my soul. But as a musician, I never want to be limited to anything. I, want, I always want to be able to broaden my horizons and everything. I would love to be able to see for somebody to see a, a like a black uh, TV show or a black movie. It doesn't always have to be. It doesn't have to be black necessarily, but I would prefer mm-hmm. it to be. But like, and they'll, and they'll see that, and they'll see my my name on the score. They'll see my name on the executive music producer or something like that. You know what I mean? Or me executive producing somebody else's album, or me producing on somebody else's song, or me going number one on an album. 
that 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 I didn't sing on, or me going uh, getting the Grammy nomination for album of the year, but that that I didn't necessarily have to sing on, or I just featured on, or I just produced on, you know, because like you know things like that like really matter to me because the album. Think about it, like an album of the year, it, it, everybody that's on that album gets that Grammy. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it, it, it's so many different ways to 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 get get a Grammy or get 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 like recognition in ways that people don't really understand. It's not always about being the best artist. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and because because of my gifts, I know that I can be the kind of artist that I want to be like in terms of my uh, being a producer and and, and being a, a a singer and being a, a writer. You know I mean like like Kanye West is is, is proof proven to us that like there's there's no there's no there's no, there's no limit on what you can do, especially when you're a musician and being a, and, and, and an artist. Because not a lot of people can do it. Yeah. So thinking of other genres, uh, country, blues, um, gospel. Uh, what it. other genres do you want to, you know, jump into? I would definitely jump into gospel. I would definitely mm-hmm. jump into. I, I, I write gospel all the time. I'm still. I still consider myself a gospel musician. It no matter how far deep I get into R and B, I'm always going to consider myself a gospel musician because that's where I started. So um, definitely gospel. Um, I would definitely get into jazz. I love jazz. I love jazz. I, I, I feel like jazz is a very, if people don't talk about it enough, but it's a very big derivative of R&B, whether it's today or whether it's like before. Like it's a very, people don't put give, give jazz enough credit, especially like people like Erica Badu, who kind of kind of infused the jazz and R&B thing together and people don't realize it. They just call it VO soul, but the reality is jazz and R&B. So like you know, jazz, jazz Those definitely. Are some of my favorite favorite artists that kind of have that mixture, not only in their sound but in the right. music yeah. and in their tonality, all oh, that. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. I, I love that mixture. Some of the some of the best artists that 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 would, even like a Donny Hathaway, like you know, is a, is a very jazz trained singer. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like you know, because he has the gospel and all the other stuff in him, people people call him an R and B singer. But in reality, like he's very very very. Very jazz trained. It's very same, same thing like his daughter. Like Layla had the way can sing jazz. Uh, she she can sing jazz, and I met her. That, that train whistle alone. Ooh, she can sing us some jazz, but mm-hmm. her R and B is is incredible. So, like I said, I yeah. never want to, I never want to be limited to just one genre. Like, but like by the end of my career, I want people to just say I was a great artist. I don't want people to just say I did great great R and B. I want mm-hmm. I want people to like you know what I'm saying when I do a verses I don't want to just do verses with my songs I want to do verses with songs that they're for other people like same way like Jermaine Dupri or Diddy would do and mm-hmm. one of their verses like I want to be able to or like or like um or like Babyface and uh, and Teddy Riley like 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 have have their own songs but at the same time be a part of so many different things that that that's my goal as an artist like I said I'm, I'm I'm I still have a lot of years to go I still have a lot of a lot of things that I want to do and a lot of things I want to accomplish but right now like this is the beginning of of that that's why I call this album before it all started. I love the freedom that I see artists being able to have now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that a lot of the artists that I like tap into that freedom of expression and not feel like they got to be one thing. One of my favorite artists, Fantasia, I just feel mm-hmm. I, like her voice is not being She's utilized. Amazing. She's amazing. But the capacity of it. And we see the capacity of it when she's doing tributes to other artists. And I just want mm-hmm. our artists today to be able to tap into who we were a little bit more other than sampling and really take that tone and that sound and just kind of continue it, continue the motion of it versus just a little snippet of the sample of it. Yeah, I, I, but I just believe like, it or not, I, Fantasia's like one of the, she's, she's one of the artists that I would want to work with 
even in 2021, I wouldn't. I would love to do a song with Fantasia. I would love to do a song with like. You hear uh, that Fantasia? Seriously, I'm like I would, love, I would love to do a song with Fantasia. <laughs> I would, like even if I didn't sing on it, like, I would love to write a song with Fantasia. Like she's she's just an incredible. You gonna shut you down, sir? You gonna get a couple of hymns and arms? <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, you, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, no, you got that, you got that, baby girl, you got it. And I, I I've been blessed to um to uh to share the stage with her, like like with all like with Life Jennings. Life Jennings did a couple shows with her, like like um, mm-hmm. maybe like two or three years ago. And I mm-hmm. met her a wonderful person. There's certain people that you meet, you, like 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 they're not the same as as they are. But her aura, like alone, she was just like a wonderful person. You could just tell, like it's like mm-hmm. wow, you even smell good, like everything about like. <laughs> Now, now, sir, now, sir, now, sir. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, touring, have you been able to do any shows or? Yeah. Uh, um, well, this year, Life Jennings uh, was able to do a fall tour, and I was able to play on that one, and that was pretty cool. We we did a couple shows. Uh, the last show that we did was in Louisiana, which um okay. very different, man. Louisiana is different. I, I I'm not saying I ain't never been that far down south, but like they they. No, this this Louisiana <laughs> is different. Is this is this different? I, I was I was playing in uh in uh Hydeville, Huntsville, something like that. Okay. <laughs> And, and I, I took a plane um, from from Newark to uh, Baton Rouge, and then we drove. So I got so I got to see the countryside a lot. And I was just like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. I could not I could not have been a slave today. <laughs> like, like, I'm but when people think of Louisiana, yeah. they just think New Orleans, but they don't know oh, it's no. a lot of swamp country. A lot of it looks like either Texas or Florida, and then there's a lot of rural areas as well. Yeah, yo, I, I saw plantations, and it's funny because like. Ironically, they championed Shaq because you know, I, I, like, fun fact is that Shaq, you know, even though he's from Jersey, he he uh, he 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 um he went to the NBA from LSU, so they still mm-hmm. championed him. Like 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 before I got to my hotel, my driver was like, "Yo, um, I'm gonna show you Shaq the, the house that Shaq is living." I was like, "Oh snap! Do you guys, you guys really y- y- y'all really like Shaq?" He's like, "Yeah, he say all the time, man. He takes pictures. He's a very nice guy." So mm-hmm. like like it's it's different like no matter where you go like like there's people that champion you so like I, I would hope to have that kind of same effect like you know like no no, no matter where I go because like I've been going to LA a lot hopefully like um uh, I, I I can I can continue my 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 music career over there that's that's the goal hopefully in the next two years I'm I'm, I'm over there permanently but um you know it's, it's all it's all up to to what God wants but I but I've been back and forth to LA a lot like more more than mm-hmm. more than ever I've been trying to make my connections over there so I, so I can keep my you know my step over there, and like, and like, hopefully, like the next time, like we we do, maybe not the next. I, I still want to do a lot more interviews, but the next time we do an interview, next two years, I'll be in LA. Okay. Yeah. Do you definitely. see yourself moving there? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I like, like, like when I when I do go out, I go out there for a very long periods of time. I, I don't just go out there for like uh for like a day or two or a week, and I, I make sure I stay stay out there for at least for two weeks so I can get a good feel of how it is yeah. out there. I'm saying like my yeah. all my days or my bad days. Either way, I just want to be out there just to see if I can survive, period. Because it's kind of like a survival thing. Because like, believe it or not, there's a lot of homeless people in, in LA. Like there's there's people that got tents. Um, yeah. Like like I've seen somebody that like, and this is not a, not a, not a gas, not a joke. Um, he walked out of a, a a Mercedes truck into a into a tent on Venice Beach. <laughs> like, and I couldn't believe it. I was like. God, are you trying to tell me something? Like I couldn't. I was I was very I was very confused by that. I'm like like what what? And I asked myself, what's more important to you? What like being be, being flashy or being able to have a foundation like a house? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So like that um, was a great that was a good parable to to see. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was and a great I, and I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, okay, so 
I could, I could fail out here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, that, and that 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 realization because like I kept thinking to myself, I'm like he could have been like just like me. He could have been like, yo, I'm I, I'm a musician. I, I want to pursue dreams in L.A. And you know, and then it just didn't work out for him. So like, I'm like, yo, so this gives me more motivation for me to for me to give him my all and, and really use my gifts to my to my advantage. So I can so when I get out here, I can stay out here and really belong out here and not have to live through that and hopefully have my have my name on that wall of fame that some people sleep on. <laughs> And it, I mean, it, the same thing happens to people in New York because New York has always been my dream. Like, yeah. to live anywhere else in the world other than like maybe Africa, New York has always been the dream. And um, that happened, that same thing happens to people that go there with dreams and no plan. Say that. New York is cool. It's just better when you're rich. <laughs> well, I mean, it's but it's cool compared to LA, it's it's you know it may be more spread out, but it's the same struggle. Like. You can go there with all the dreams in the world, but you could be sleeping in that tent uh, exactly. or in a shoe. One thing I like about LA uh, over New York, I would say, I guess, like living in this area was, is just the weather, man. Because you can't, I, the weather, you just can't, you can't, I can't deny that weather, man. I'm like, yo, because I go there, like, I, I try to, I try to go there for my birthday, like, like ever since, like maybe like 2019, I've been going there for my birthday. And, and it's always like within 60s, 70s. I'm like, oh yeah, I got every birthday. I make sure I'm in LA. <laughs> like, you know, because probably here is gonna be like my, in the 30s, man. Like in around November. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we, I, get, I, we get a little delusional up up this part of the United States because we our weather yeah. is so iffy. But when you yeah. go somewhere like a New Orleans or LA, you like, okay, this is heat. Okay. But, okay, it, but you know it's crazy. When I went to Louisiana, it was surprisingly cold. I I, I couldn't believe it. Like I, I I packed like a fool. I'm like I did not pack for this. <laughs> like, well, you know, the last couple of years too is the weather's been changing because I, I believe I've, 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 I've normally yeah. go there for Christmas and it's mm-hmm. you could dress for the t-shirt and a little light jacket on and that's their I winter. Mean, but yeah. Yeah, if you go to places like Houston, Texas, it's like crazy or Phoenix, it's like stupid hot. You know what right. I mean? Like. Yeah, like so. Do but, you but, miss? Do, do you miss the traveling? Um. Yeah, because because that, I think that's one of the reasons why I went to LA so many times this year because I, mm-hmm. I missed miss the traveling. I definitely miss traveling on somebody else's uh, on somebody else's. <laughs> <dime>. <laughs> always, 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 always. I definitely miss that, but um, but no, nah, not nah, uh, like like I still that that's the thing. I, I'm I'm always I'm always still traveling. Like thank th- thankfully, like because of. The work that I do because because I'm a guitar player and because I, I get work, um, and I've been able to get work throughout this pandemic. I'm I'm still able to travel, like whether it's either tri-state or whether it's like I'm going far. I'm always able to like to like be out the house and be able to do something. Like like I'm like like I'm considered one of the people that 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 they would want on like one of these big gigs. Like unless I'm playing like New York City, like at this point because New York City is kind of crazy. New York City, like you got to be like hurt, like fully vaccinated and a booster shot for you to do anything. Mm. I wouldn't even want to be over there right now. If you're not, if you're not vaccinated, it's not even no point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like dictate anybody's choice. But I'm just saying, if, if, you, if you choose not to, don't go to New York. <laughs> how how did you did, did you test out the whole virtual? I didn't really see you online as much, but nah, how did you did I was you too, try to do the virtual? Like I said, I like 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 2020. I was way too. Uh, I was way too like end of the world. Like I, I this not I can't I can't do this. I ain't with this virtual kind of stuff. Like cause I'm such a like a hands on artist. Like so for me it was really like a a change. Like even being even doing this this uh, this interview via Zoom like is different for me because I, I like I like like being in Baltimore. Like you know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> like I'd rather like I take the trip, like you know, take mm-hmm. get a hotel and come back. And, you know, how I am, but, you know, right, like, right. Times times have changed, you know. So like it's 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 definitely an, an adjustment because I I like being able to to be moved to, to move. I can't really stay stay idle. That's why I like staying idle as much as I did last year kind of depressed me. That's why I made sure this year I traveled as much as I could travel. Like like even if it wasn't like um as lucrative as 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 it was before. I would still take the opportunity to travel any anytime I, I possibly can, even if it's whether it's on my dollar, whether it's on uh, the artist dollar. L- luckily, like I said, like Jennis came back, came back, and we went back on tour, so I was able to see mm-hmm. a lot more of the world this year again. So, like, and next year, like he's gonna he's gonna do a lot more shows, and you know, I got you on I got on the ticket, whatever's in your area, I got you. <laughs> I mean, love it, but I also want to come see you, sir. I need to come and see. I want. I'm waiting for your tour and. You know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I hear you're planning on you're planning your tour. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This one's gonna be a little different though. Like, um, what I'm what I'm trying to do is like what what I didn't do before, because like mm-hmm. like um pre COVID I, I hit New York a lot. I hit New York a lot, and now I want to do the opposite. I really want to hit Jersey. There's a lot of um venues that I didn't realize were as good as they were. You know, to mm-hmm. be honest, with you, like like I, I was just like. Like at a loss for words for like some some of these venues. Like, there's a spot called Laundry Mat. Like, it's literally a laundry mat. But but at mm. but at night they make it a speakeasy. So like you know mm. what I mean. So like they have like the whole sound thing set up. I'm like it would be dope for me to perform at a venue like that. Like you know what I'm saying. So there's certain I want to start a tour like at, at like kind of like these secret locations that people don't necessarily know yet and kind of make it popular based on, like, my performances and stuff like that. Like, like not just in Jersey, but, like, in a lot of places, like, and kind of build my rapport up. There's, there's a couple of people that I've been talking to that promote tours that help people out. Like, I remember, like, they was telling me how Juice World got busted. So they, they said at one point he couldn't even get, like, 500 people to a show. And then they, 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 they was promoting him up until the point that he got, like, 3,000 people at the show. So, you know, they really, they really kind of work with you. There's different, there's different companies. If you got the juice, they'll give it to you. <laughs> It's, it's it's solely like we have a couple venues like that here now, and I'll give you some of those names because they're starting to be a I'm still, venue. I, yo, I still want to hit soundstage. I'm not. I'm, I'm old. I'm I'm going to hit that soundstage. I promise. I I I ain't give up that promise. I'm gonna hit that soundstage before anyone else. I'm okay, stage, man, it's gonna be so done. I promise. <laughs> I hear you. Space and opportunity. Space and I, opportunity. I see Brett Fires and um and her. They did, they did soundstage and it was so down. I'm like, oh man, they 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 tapped yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, they started and, and it's starting back up. So people are starting to they got that same eagerness to get out and see something. Yeah. So a lot of those venues are starting to be at full capacity again. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, like I said, it depends on where you go because, like I said, like like the places that I hit with life, they didn't even ask me about no vaccination, nothing like that. Not to not to snitch on nobody, but it's just but like it wasn't even. No, it's, it, it's it's yeah. like that, like. For me as a theater artist, it was I had to buckle down and just do it because I yeah, couldn't get course, into auditions. I couldn't get into. I'm a working musician uh, too, man. So like, like I said, like I said, I, I can't play in New York without being vaccinated. So I, I kind of had to like make that choice for myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. either gonna eat or I'm not gonna eat. I can't just like just boycott a whole state, <laughs> like, like especially with all the venues. I did, I did Piano's Lounge over there. I did Delancey. I did you know. You know, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, there, there's a couple of venues I did over that that don't even exist anymore. Like BB King, they don't even. It's not even BB Kings anymore because they, yeah, is it closed down? BB King, the BB Kings in Times Square is closed down. Are you serious? It closed, it, it closed down before COVID. So so now Sony Hall, where I brought you to for uh, I don't know if you if you went to that one. It was the Life Jenner show that we did out there. 
at Sony Hall. That's the new like BB Kings. That's that's the place where people really go if you want to get like a good like three to three to five thousand people. You know, to wow, do a show. Wow, that BB Kings used to be yeah. What? Uh, um, I, I did that. But you, like, but you have to understand, a lot of the people took those PPP loans and just closed yeah. that. Yeah, but now this is before though. The problem was they 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 they, they rose the property tax on 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 BB Kings because they were selling out every night. There wasn't no show that they did it with that right. wasn't so tough. They just rose the property tax so high that nobody can who, who can afford it. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, we can sell out every night and not be not be before this. That that that's a sad thing. Yeah. That sounds like a setup too. That sounds like a yeah, that's, setup. That's justification, definitely. You know, so whatever mm. they do is it God bless them, but I know it's gonna be cursed. <laughs> right, right. It's always good for those venues to own their property because for it sure. just it it I've seen a lot of restaurants and venues be shut down for that same reason. When people are ready to move you out, they start upping the price of things that, that you need mm-hmm. or you have to use. In order to get you out, but and it was sad because, like I said, that's one of my favorite venues. I met, I met a lot of people over there. I met, like, that's for example, I, I like opening up for Ari Lennox, who, who's a mm-hmm. super superstar right now. Right, like, like I met Life Jennings, like, like opening up for her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as I opened up for, as I opened up for like for Ari Lennox, like, like I, I met real Romario Weber, who's who's Life Jennings' manager. He, he put me on like that gig, so like. Mm-hmm. I, Kings for so many, so many different reasons, especially for for from a kid from the New York, New Jersey area. Like you know, we 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 love BB Kings. Like it was our dream to play there. So that, I hope that my kids can have a have a venue that they they can be like, yo, you know, my pops played there for sure. Like <laughs> like you know, hopefully, hopefully, Sony Hall is still still, still around. Or if it's, if, it's, if it's still Sony, I might be Crypto Hall by then. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Hall. But as we uh, we never have enough time and. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. We're definitely gonna do this again soon. Oh yeah, please. Um, please. But I'll, as we, where can we find you at on social media? Where can we find your music? Um, and where will your tour be listed in terms of where you're gonna be, where people can see you at soon? Well, first things first. Um, my my insta my Instagram <laughs> my first Instagram was hacked so like I just want to let everybody know that like because because I I had like almost up to five thousand and, and we then, have it on the screen actually and they they got me but um my my, my Instagram is Sunny D Marseille S O N N Y D U M A R A S underscore that that that's my only page and I say it on the on the bio it says this is my only page like <laughs> until I get by, until I get verified that's my only page and then um. I'm on Twitter as well, Sunny Dumarsay. That that that's that's my page. I'm on Facebook as well, same thing, Sunny Dumarsay. S O N N Y D U M A R S. Um, my project is coming out top of the year uh, on the 14th, uh, 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 January 14th, 2022. It's crazy. Like it's like you know, December's over. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's so deep. Yeah. <laughs> next week is Christmas. Christmas is next, right? Yeah. Christmas is next week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Christmas is next week. Um. Uh, I definitely plan a tour with this thing, man. But um, I kind of just want to sit back, in a sense, like 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 for at least two weeks, and just kind of like see how people receive this, and then and then and then like do an unplugged in my studio, do an in studio unplugged, and kind of like bring this thing to life, and then start start doing the visuals, and then like move, move it on. I want this. I'm not saying I want it to be a slow burn, but I know it's going to be a slow burn. So since it's going to be a slow burn, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it gradually like that. So by the time summertime hits, it's going to feel like it's a totally new album, even though it's not. <laughs> okay. 
So like, and, then, and by then I have new singles, you know what I'm saying? So to, to even come with that. So like, you know, I have a lot of music coming, like, you know, like after this album and I'm excited about it because like I said, I have the space to have the time. I have music for other artists that's coming. I have music for uh, myself, obviously. I have music for commercials that I want to do that there's I just have music for everything at this point and I'm happy that like I'm, I'm, I'm finally at the helms of my own studio and hopefully I can be the Kanye to R&B because <laughs> like that's 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 the goal man like not not I don't want to go crazy like Kanye I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my woman black but <laughs> this man right here this man right here too much black. too much but I get it I, I definitely I get it, it just, it's been you know, great catching up with you. And I definitely have been, you know, seeing what's going on, what's happening. What's, Thank you, what's, what's, you know, when do we have something else to go see? Um, yeah. And, and I, uh, I'm really the, impressed. The next, I, would, I would definitely say the next, the, the, the first show that I'm going to do is definitely going to be in Jersey. That, that, that's, that's okay. definitely. I don't think I'm gonna do it in New York only because of the um not not be not because I don't I, I want people to be vaccinated but at the same time the people that, that that are not I don't want them to feel excluded you know in the situation so like if if you could just come with your mask and like proof of like a non proof of like of like you know what I'm saying like a COVID thing or like a like a negative test then we could you know I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna force that on anybody like I mean like just because I did because this person did on me, you gotta do it. It's just like you know, what I'm saying? whatever's best for you and your family. That's why. That's what I always tell people. Like, whatever's best for you and your family, you do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, but my first show is definitely gonna be in Jersey. Hopefully, when things open back up, I can do New York again. And then I definitely want to come to Baltimore. That's definitely uh, that's definitely on my hit list. Um, DC, of course, DC. I love DC. Um, um, I'm gonna. I'm planning a couple shows in LA. That's definitely like the the, the move. I wanna I wanna um like I said I wanna move out there very soon. So like the, I I wanna do a, I wanna set a lot of things up in LA. Uh, I have a studio here. Hopefully I can set up a studio in LA as well, so I can go back and forth, you know. And then mm-hmm. after the back and forth, you know, what I'm saying I just permanently stay in LA. Um, the the EP is called uh, Bias. Um, it's definitely longer. It's definitely it's definitely album length, but it's definitely EP. I'm saying like I'm not gonna call it an album until they pay me, remember? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> well, other than that, man, everything everything's been good, and um, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you too, Nate. Man, I'm I'm glad I'm glad your, your show's going well. You're looking great, man. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's hard out here. I love, I love the band, man. <laughs> it's hard out here. This. This is just you gotta you know cut cut back on some things so you can love it, do I love the it. other things you want to do. But course, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I'm really glad to see you pushing and persevering and just making it happen because it's not easy out here when you're doing it by yourself. Um, so just keep it moving, and you always have a fan, a follower, a supporter. Um, anytime you come to Baltimore, you know I'm not afraid to travel. So just just let me know. Oh yeah, I'm in there. You already know. know. Next, next time I'm coming to Boston, I'm coming to see you. <laughs> all right, all right. We go. I'm holding you to that. I'm holding you to nah, that. Nah, yes, sir, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> <laughs> we go work on that uh, that uh, event that you want to do with him. Definitely. Sounds yo. I, I, sound sound stage. I'm coming. <laughs> so, Let them so know. This, this has been another edition of the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Definitely follow this man. His uh, Instagram is on the bottom of the screen as well. Go out, support him. His music coming up. He already has music that you can go out there and get. So go out there and get that music. Keep the, mm-hmm. the ratings up. And just follow him on his social media. He's very uh, interactive. 
and will show you the truth. He shows his music and not just photo shots, sure. photo shoots of his. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's more. It's more. It's always about music. <laughs> but keep it moving, and, and I much blessings to you, sir. And just get it in. Just just rock off these last couple of days of the new this year and move it into the new yes, year. I'm, I'm gonna finish mixing this record and then you out of here. <laughs> All right. So 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 everybody, don't forget this weekend we'll be at the garage uh right on Lafayette and Charles Street for the Black Mall. Uh, exhibition. I'll have all this wonderful jewelry on display. And tomorrow we'll mark, we'll be doing some lives throughout tomorrow as well um, to mark the first uh, of the many conversations, community conversations with You Thought I Was Him Project. So definitely look forward to that. Um, if we're still open up until Christmas Eve, 1734 Maryland Avenue. Maybe a bracelet. <laughs> send me your info and I'll send you one. I'll send right, you. Uh, so, uh, again, last but not least, BeExposedRadio.com, my home for many years on this station. Uh, but definitely hit us up at info at BeExposedRadio if you're interested in advertising with the Artist Exchange Radio Show if or if you're looking to have a home or bring your show to BeExposedRadio.com. Again, that's info at BeExposedRadio.com. Peace out, everybody. Have a great day. Enjoy your holiday. Don't drink too much eggnog. <laughs> I love eggnog. <laughs> All, right, All right, man. See you. Thank you.